In honor of last week's review of Ready Player One, me and T-Max have decided to go back to our childhood roots and bring up those special films that made us who we are. And this week is my turn, as I will be bringing up a film I faintly remember, but still left quite an impact on me. That's what we're talking about, the 1989 animated feature, All Dogs, Go to heaven. Will this nostalgia trip end poorly? We'll find out tonight on a very... You can't keep a good ma- good dog down edition of... The Review. Re-view. I got there. Shut up, man. I got there. I got there. Ooh, you at Jolly! <laughs> Welcome to the Review Review, a show where two small-town dudes give you our big, dumb opinions. I'm Troy to the Max Extreme. I'm a dead dog. <laughs> oh, no, it's so sad. It's okay, I'm going to heaven. Well, we'll see. We'll see by the end of the show. <laughs> we'll see. Uh, if I leave, I'll never go back. <laughs> Well, we are taking a nostalgia dip this week. You're up for grabs. You chose All Dogs Go to Heaven. Yes. I will let what my pick uh, will be and to the end of the show. Okay. Because I still have, I have, I'm down to two ideas. Oh, so you're going to, it's going to be down to the wire. Yeah. It's going to be what tickles my fancy by the end of the show. Gotcha. 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 I'll get into more of that when we get there. But... Before we get to that, right. we got some stuff to do. Gotcha. And also, up top, what? Want to apologize for the almost three-hour show last week? <laughs> Tell you, wine makes that... you talk. Wine makes you talkative. I could have gone on for hours about Roseanne, <laughs> <laughs> and that was already after yeah. we did an entire review and news. So we're going for a. Shooting for a shorter show this week. Well, don't promise anything. I mean, I'm, much I'm like a shooting mu- for it. Much like a musical <laughs> episode. <laughs> We're no promises. Uh, let's get into some news, though. Right up top, Netflix yeah. uh, is in the news in the last few days because it has dropped out of the Cannes Film Festival. Yeah. Do you see this? Oh, excuse me. Yeah. Due to the Cannes... Film Festival changing their rules Yeah, that they are only allowing movies that have theatrical releases into their, their little festival. Oh, that's dumb. Uh, now, I think Netflix has only dropped in on that thing like the last few years, right? I think so. Like the last maybe two, maybe three years. And the last year they put like Okja and... Um, some other movie that I can't remember. The Beast of No Nation? Do they put that in there? Uh, well, that wasn't last year, and I can't remember uh, if they put that in there or not. But um, what was the you... Discovery? No, it was like <laughs> some. It's I. It's it has a. It's a person's name as a title, and I can't remember it what it was. Barry might have been. A, <laughs> might have been a, a doc or something. But anyway, okay. what uh, what are your feelings towards Netflix? Yeah, well, if they're gonna do that, then I don't see why they wouldn't pull out. Yeah. I mean, you're not going to go to Cannes and be like, hey, we're here because we want to show you stuff. Sure. Do you, I mean, would it even be like, 
good advertising for Netflix to do that? Probably. Well, well, the main Maybe. reason to go to Cannes is so that people can, like, I won the Palm Door. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I don't know. I think, I mean, I don't uh, disagree with their um, option to only do theatrical releases. Yeah. Because, I mean, I mean, you're putting yourself out there to, like, big theater releases whatever but yeah same time like everything's kind of changing so i don't know yeah you change or you, you yep. get left behind there you cans. go there you go netflix almost is like the new like stage for just people to drop stuff for yeah. maybe not always the best yeah because <laughs> it's almost becoming like a direct-to-dvd kind of market if they don't play it too close to the chest mm-hmm. now just, just do what you think is right and Cannes doing what they think is right, and Netflix doing what they think is right. All right. All right. Can't blame either or for doing what they're doing. All right. Got some box office news, JT. Lay it on me. Well, I'll tell you what. Jumanji 2 is now Sony's highest grossing film ever yeah. domestically. Yeah. Um, just a couple weeks ago, maybe even up until last week, it was the highest grossing one for Sony that doesn't include Spider-Man. Yeah. But now at domestically $403.7 million, it has overtaken Spider-Man. It's beaten all those pictures of Spider-Man. <laughs> um, after its uh, record of 16 years of being the highest Sony's grossing picture of all time. Uh, worldwide, Jumanji is just shy of a bill... At nine hundred and fifty point eight million, I don't know if it still has the longevity to get it. I can't see it getting that fifty. I mean, it's already out on home release. Yeah, and still in the. I should check to see if it's still how many theaters it's still in. There's those dollar theaters out there. Maybe they might. That's true. Maybe someone will go and watch it. Fifty million. Fifty million times (laughs) in a dollar theater. (laughs) (laughs) Uh. Uh, it actually has also beaten, which surprised me, Guardians of the Galaxy and Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Oh, wow. Uh, both domestically and worldwide, which I was surprised because I thought they were... Everyone loves Guardians, but yeah. uh, I guess they didn't... The first one took the world by storm, but I don't think it got uh, the length of the release as Jumanji did. Jumanji was in theaters like for 14 weeks or something yeah. like that. <clears throat> Um, Guardians 1 and 2 respectively made $333 million and $389 million domestically. So being like uh, $70 and like $11 million short of that Jumanji money. Yeah. Well, Jumanji came out at a different time, too. I think yeah. the Guardians movies came out in the summer, which is always jam-packed. And then Jumanji came out like around Christmas. Yeah. And it was like... A comedy, so, like, families can go to it. And yeah. there's, like, families that go to movies on Christmas and stuff. Yeah. And at the end of the year, where nothing really was and no, Yeah, nothing was really coming out at the end of the year. Yeah. So there you have it. Jumanji 2, breaking records of all time. It's a, uh, it's a hot one. Did I tell you that I watched that already? Oh, yeah, I brought it up last yeah, week. you did. I liked it. Good. That was good. Uh... More Black Panther news. Still yeah. breaking records, JT. Yeah. 
It is now the third highest grossing movie domestically of all time. It stomped that heart that will go on. <laughs> Not any longer. That heart, oh, yeah, that heart of the ocean is well, just <laughs> down, buried in the marinara trench. So, uh, old Jimmy Cams. You still got the last laugh, though, because Avatar's in second. That's true. Um, and it doesn't look like it'll ever... It, it won't catch it. Um, so, Black Panther, now the highest second... Or the third highest grossing movie domestically. At $667.1 million. It beat Titanic at 659.3. Okay. Which we called a few weeks ago, saying if it had enough legs... It could overtake Titanic because it only needed yeah. to make like fifty million more dollars. Oh yeah, or whatever it was at that point in time. So we did it. <laughs> we pushed it over the edge. <laughs> but to beat Avatar, which is at number two domestically, uh, it would need to make another hundred million dollars. That which won't happen. It, it won't happen. <laughs> it's on its last legs now. As uh, the it's got to be out. What February March. If- think it comes out it's got i think i read that it's like, like coming out in weeks something like that yeah i think i read it's gonna come out in may like may 10th i think is like release. the yeah mm. yeah i don't know but i can't remember what date it came out february something yeah but yeah it's been out for like it's like or 12 the second weeks weekend already. in february jeez so it's last last little last gasp of breath before yep. Infinity War comes out. Yeah. Which, okay, me and Chelsea had a discussion about this. Okay. About what do you think these Black Panther and Infinity War is going to do money-wise? Yeah. And I I think I've turned to the camp that Avengers might beat it worldwide, but I don't know if it'll catch it domestically. Well, no, yeah, I think it'll... Beat it worldwide, because there are like countries that are weirded out by other races. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, I don't know. Domestic is gonna be a toss up because I've I've read one of my news items is th- that I pulled up was that uh, the pre sales for Infinity War mm-hmm. have uh, are uh, better than all than uh, the last seven uh, MCU movies combined oh shit (laughs) that includes black including black panther that was huge already yeah oof well that's still just opening weekend yeah so it's gonna be one of those things where everyone sees it the first two weeks and then it drops like 75 depending on how good it is like if it's if it has good word of mouth i can see it having legs and lasting for a while and really picking up steam but yeah but yeah. the thing is, like, in two weeks, Deadpool 2 comes out. That's true. After after that yeah. comes out. And you, you know also I mean? have, like, the idea that there's, like, Black Panther has such a cultural significance that there are, like... I'm hearing, like, so many stories where, like, a bunch of, like, black celebrities are bringing, like, busloads of kids to go see Black Panther. Yeah. Well, good. Well, good. Yeah. So, I mean, I... I don't think uh, Infinity War is going to have that. I mean, no. I don't think... Like yeah. Wakanda heavy... Yeah, but uh, I don't think a like a busload like a busload of Thanos is going <laughs> to go in. And... Uh, no, it'd be helicopters full of Thanoses. If you're that's true. If you're a fan of the comics, you know that Thanos has his own helicopter, and it is hilarious. 
You need to watch, look at some of those 80s comics oh, Jesus. where he's got a Thanos copter. <laughs> it is the dumbest thing probably I've seen in a long time. Uh, but speaking of comics, my last bit of news, JT, yes. Action Comics 1000 comes Ooh. out next Wednesday. Oh, shit. Priced at $7.99. Hit a grand? It will, yes, it will uh, be a smorgasbord of Superman love uh, with tons of artists and writers at the helm writing yeah. like a bunch of small little stories for it. It's just going to be like a compact book of short Superman stories there pretty much. So I'm re- I thought it actually was out today and I, w- I was mistaken. It comes out next week. There you go. So maybe I'll have that to review next week. There you go. It should be a good time. Oh, boy. <laughs> but, yeah. So, that's my la- that's my last bit of news. All right. Well, let me pull up my stuff. Uh, mm. We're enjoying PBRs, of course. Yes, PBR. <laughs> drink of drink choice. Drink of, uh, drink of the show. <laughs> yes. PBR, looking for a sponsorship. Come on, PBR. I've seen you sponsoring Hulu and shit, like Hulu ads. PBR sponsors Hulu? Yeah. I've seen Hulu ads with PBR in there. Like, around, like, last year, around, like, Labor Day, I think I saw, like, PBR ads and stuff, which is weird. And it wasn't catering towards the old drunk crowd. It was catering towards, like, guys our age and younger. Oh, yeah. Well, hipsters. Well, yeah. That's what they were. (laughs) I didn't want to call them out. Just... Call them what they are. All right, they're hipsters. <laughs> yeah. That's... Uh, Troy, I got some no doy news. No doy. Yeah. Uh, Donnie Yen is gonna be in Disney's Mulan. No doy. <laughs> <laughs> that was our new segment. Yep. No doy. No doy. Troy, you brought up Jumanji. Mm-hmm. Welcome to the jungle. That's right. Uh, there is a second one in the works, just brought up by Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Jumanji 2, Part 2? Jumanji, <laughs> Welcome to the Jungle 2. Whoa. So okay. now it's its own thing, I guess. All right. The spinoff of the spinoff. All right. <laughs> go for it. So uh, there you go. Some more some more Jumanji. All right. All right. In your life. Confirmed. Confirmed by Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Got it. Wonder how his Rampage movie is gonna do. I listened to a review of it today because I'll probably not end up seeing it in theaters. Yeah. Um, it was like middle of the road kind of a thing. They okay. said that like, well, I listened to the Jeremy Johns one and his initial and his last final things like it'd be a good time if you're drunk. So I'm all like, all right, okay, <laughs> I can see it. that. I'll take it. He liked Jeffrey Dean Morgan in it. A really? Lot. Yeah. Doesn't do the the Negan lean in this? He says he's very he's like Negan adjacent. Really? Yeah. <clears throat> but I think he. But what do we got here? <laughs> he said that now Jeffrey Dean Morgan, because he's got popular with Negan, is gonna be like that kind of character for a lot, like a chunk of his career. Now. I'm gonna make this gorilla shit his pants. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you got your shit pants on. <laughs> Because I'm going to make you shit your pants. <laughs> That's a line. <laughs> Walking Dead. God. 
Uh, I want to know one what... of the one of the highest rated shows on TV right now. I want to know what character you dipped into when you started doing Negan, and then it didn't sound like Negan after like a second of you doing. That's how he talks in it. I know. Yeah, well, what do we got here? <laughs> it just it reminds me of something else that's not Negan, and I can't figure it out. But it'll uh. hit me when we hit end on this podcast. <laughs> just yell the name. Yeah. Uh. Troy Blade Runner 2049, your favorite movie last year. Coming out with a sequel. Uh, not coming out with a sequel, oh but there is some news that might give it legs for a possible sequel. Mm? Uh, it seems to be developing a somewhat of a cult status. <laughs> typical, uh, typical Blade Runner fashion. <laughs> because uh, apparently the DVD and Blu-ray sales have reached over $21 million. <laughs> baby so there you go jesus well it was good it was good it was a good ass movie yeah maybe people open their fucking ears (laughs) uh yeah so i i'm curious what people think about blade runner do you think it i mean what where do you where, where would you rank it in movies that came out last year listeners let us know. Yeah. yeah. I think it, it was, was really good. good. Yeah. Well, of course you thought it was really good. Number one, babe. Number one, babe. Number one, the bullet. The bullet. <laughs> number one, the bullet. <laughs> My wisdom teeth are coming in again. Like, <laughs> they started shifting. Oh, yeah. You were talking about that. You had to get them, get, get them out then? Yeah. And just me saying bullet, like, crammed one into my cheek, and now oh. I'm just like... So I better just swash some beer back there. Like, there you go. That always it. helps. <laughs> mm. It's okay. My my brother doesn't have his out yet, and he's ten years older than us. Really? Yeah. God, how does he live with himself? I don't know. He's gonna be hella fucked if they <laughs> end up doing anything. <laughs> Hopefully guess, by now they're done. And I guess uh, like uh, dentists have said that they were like mine, and like when they took mine out, they said that it was like almost like vertical to my gums yeah like it was I, like pushing against the root my the roots of my other teeth i remember when you got yours out and you showed me them because they let you have them yeah and i was just like they were just like mangled nasty teeth. yeah like jesus looked like someone chewed like god chewed gum and it was like yeah just put those in the back oh man put those teeth in the back <laughs> it's killing me these damn teeth damn blasted Samo flash <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, that's not interesting. But no, of course not. But hey, with my life. keep us updated on your teeth. You got it. I'll do it on all my teeth. Shows. Watch 2018. <laughs> uh, Troy, been hearing about the the uh, news of T.J. Miller. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I have. <laughs> oh man, boy, when he crashes, he crashes hard. Boy, does he? Like I. I think it was a bad time to get off his, uh, well, maybe it was a good time for Silicon Valley to get rid of him. Yeah. They, oh, they dodged a huge bullet. Because he did it voluntarily to do other projects, I think. Really? I thought the show kicked him off because the producers hated him. Oh, was it? I, That's I, what I, I heard. thought he left under his own devices, but maybe I'm wrong. Who knows? Either way, he left. Yeah. And they dodged a huge bullet because right after he left... He had like that's a, when they, the sexual, sexual allegations, yeah, the sexual came allegations out, and then which were not like 
totally concrete. It yeah. could be taken either way. Even yeah. we were kind of skeptical about whether which way it would go. Yeah. But now that, well, I like. Yeah. Oh, sorry, just whacking my mic. And now that he's calling in a bomb threat on a train <laughs> because a woman pissed him off. Yeah. Uh, so now I'm thinking like, well, maybe he's not like the most trustworthy of all people. Uh, so I don't know. Do you think, uh, what do you think his role is in Deadpool 2? Probably cut significantly. Yeah, I'm surprised he had a big enough role in Ready Player One, to be honest. Yeah, well, it was just his voice. I'm sure they could kind of hide behind that. Yeah, that's true. Do you think he had any live action scenes in there where it was like him behind like a computer or whatever or uh, like the oculus rift yeah or whatever i don't it know was. <laughs> maybe in on this want to talk about tj miller ah. all right so good she, input chelsea Ugh. is shaking her head in approval <laughs> showing how much telling us double thumbs up T. mouthing T. how much she loves tj miller <laughs> yeah she is now miming how she would make sweet love to T.J. Miller. Gross. And his curly hair. This is how you hair. think I make love? <laughs> yeah. Well, he would... Doing he would double mahalos and wa- <laughs> waving your waving your tongue about. Yeah, double mahaloing him. Can I get, like, a drink and a chair? Yeah, all the chairs are in the other room because I bought him out, brought him out for a party. And I can get you a drink when you get a chair. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, so there you go. TJ Miller calling in bomb threats on trains because uh, he's a winner. He dumb. <laughs> uh, Troy, you a big fan of those Comedy Central roasts? Uh, yes. Yes. Okay. For the most part, I am. There's been a lot of classics in the past. I prefer the older ones to. Yeah, the Friars Club ones. Yeah. Because they would get, like, actual yeah, professional roasters. Yeah. And not bring on Snoop Dogg that can't read his lines. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I haven't seen the last two of them, to be honest. Yeah. They always have, like, those, like, one or two roasters where it's just like, we're just inviting you on so we can make fun of you. Yes. <laughs> like the one with Pam Anderson, where it was just Courtney Love. Oh, everyone God. making shit out of her. Yeah. She was a goddamn flaming hot mess. Yeah. Like Flasher Cooter or whatever it was. I don't know, man. That one was... I don't know why I've seen that one so much. I don't know. <laughs> uh, but uh, anyways, they got their next celebrity that they're roasting. Okay. Uh, Bruce Willis. Oh. Is the next celebrity that will be roasted by Comedy Central. All right. Uh, any interest in that? A morbid curiosity because it seems like Bruce Willis will not take it well. No, he seems he'll like just do that smug grin he always does. Like he just seems like a person that won't take like criticism very well. You know what I mean? Yeah, I can I can pick up what you're putting down. Jesus, Fresca. All them levels, JT. I was screwing with the knobs on her. Yeah, I don't know. I can't. I feel like I'm not picking up Chelsea's mic as much as us. Testing. Testing. Did you I don't know. play with the gain? <laughs> play with the fall? The vial? Literally plugged in. Uh. Hello. Hello. Podcast. Um. We got it now. I think this is good. All right. Talk. 
pretty sure you just made that up. There you go. I like that. <laughs> that sounds good. Uh, you know who's going to be excited about the Bruce Willis roast? Our sister-in-law who's obsessed with Bruce Willis. Okay, now you're... Here we go. Now go. <laughs> uh, Sorry, I must have tweaked your knobs a little too hard. Yep. Ooh, double mahalo. <laughs> double, she totally double, double mahalo. Double mahalo in oh, over here. Oh, God. I can only hope that I am a treat to listeners and they are not like, oh, good. I think people like you because you just wander in and out of the show. You know, I do what I want and I do not apologize. You just come in here and then you blatantly insult us and then leave. (laughs) So then our self-esteems are lowered. You kind of dig it, though, don't you? To an extreme that we're like, okay, let's just I mean, it's funny later. (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, (laughs) boo-hoo. Uh, it's a pleasure, gentlemen. It's a pleasure. It's a pleasure. It's a pleasure. Uh, Troy, I have the mo- last year's most popular digital rental All in right. the U.S. Which one? He, only, he only called on me, so I'm going to... And Chelsea. No, it's all right. Not even here. I'll just drink my Fresca by myself. Uh, Troy and Fresca woman. Uh, what do you think is the most popular... Digital rental in the U.S. Digital, like on Amazon? 2017? Yes. Of all VOD, I'm assuming. Oh, VOD. Yes. Um, I... It's probably something really stupid. I'm going to say Justice League. I'm going to say it's like an Adam Sandler thing. No. Uh, no. <laughs> or something equally dumb. Uh, you're close. <laughs> it something is, dumb. uh... <laughs> The number one ranked U.S. digital rental last year was The Accountant, the Ben Affleck film. I would have never guessed that in a million years. I didn't even know that was a movie. Even if you would give me a list of ten movies and nine of them were The Accountant, I wouldn't have picked (laughs) The Accountant. Yeah, well, it's The Accountant. Uh, Well... I guess it shows that nobody really wanted to buy it. I'm like still thinking about yeah. what that is. That's, you got to keep that in mind. Where it's like a lot of like those rental because like because like Netflix's most rented disc was The Blind Side, uh. which is like the epitome of like a movie that you're not gonna buy. <laughs> I don't hate that movie. Did you buy it? No. <laughs> uh, so there you have it. Fantastic. All right, that makes sense. So there you go, The Accountant. I like that. I like when you ever when you bring those up every once in a while. Those, those are fun. Random facts. Yeah, rando facts. Double mahalo. Double <laughs> double mahalo. You know what? I feel like I should get more credit for these one-liners. At like the fuck. That's all. It's not you. Didn't make that. I. You, I placed it perfectly. That's true. I want to be in that intro. We're not we changing don't the put intro. We don't people's have sound in bites the in the intro. intro. I want to be in the intro. <laughs> Well, come in and yell the fuck <laughs> before every show, then. Yeah. That's a good idea. <laughs> Just oh, run God. in and yell the fuck. The fuck. Just do the whole intro, but you just say the fuck the whole time. The fuck, the fuck, the fuck, the fuck. Chelsea, C2E2. Oh, yeah? Was uh, this past week. Oh, my goodness. And one of the big announcements. Who's pregnant? Was, uh, well, yeah, no, there's no pregnant. Yeah, that's what they do. You've Stanley? been to C2E2. Stanley's still kicking? 
<laughs> yeah, apparently he's getting abused in like old home. Like, yeah, old he old is. God. Yeah. This got dark, guys. What is that? What got announced that he's getting abused? Yeah, yeah. They they made a they made a gal announcement that Stan Lee's being abused in an old. If they home. seriously had announced that at CG, I'm pretty sure they would have had an army on their hands to go save hey guys, Stan Lee. Exciting news: Stan Lee's being tortured. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, but no, it's it's about uh, Mark Millar. Who's that? It's confirmed that there will be Just two. More Kingsman sequels. Oh, I'm on cool the with way. that. Yeah. Eggsy is delish. Do you think he'll be in the next one? Because uh, it looks like he handed off the franchise to maybe oh, a Channing Tatum. <laughs> Tatoes? Yeah. Potatoes is in that. Um, I like Kingsman though. I think it's fun. Like it's a movie I don't always think about, but yeah. when you watch it, it is like I think it's very entertaining yeah i didn't like the golden circle as much as the yeah. first one but i think if i go back and watch it again i'll be like yeah that was fine that was i thought fun. the golden circle was a big piece of shit oh I mean... classic turnaround <laughs> like, joel just hits it from behind it was a piece of shit i didn't think <laughs> it was as good now i no. don't even remember what i even rated it but I think if I would have rewatched it, I I don't know. Who knows what I would thought? Maybe it's a piece of shit. That, but they're I getting two more. I don't yeah, think they need two. two more sequels on the way. Well, there's like eighty f- billion Bond movies, so I guess that kind of makes sense. Four <laughs> isn't that so, huge. I suppose we're getting four more Avatar, so that's a thing. <laughs> I thought it was only three more Avatars, so there's who a total even of four knows? movies. I feel like it's four. I know. We were just watching something on Avatar the other day, JT, and it was... Hopefully you can swing it, because I feel like no one cares. Like, it still blows me away how Avatar is the number one movie of all time. Yeah. I mean, well, it was pretty technologically advanced for its time, Yeah, but to be, like, of all time. And I get that. And now, but, like... I mean, I still liked Avatar. I thought it was fine. Like, it's not... It doesn't... Story-wise, it's not groundbreaking. But for the time, it was, like, pretty technologically advanced. And I went to go see it for that, and so maybe that was it. But then, like, I mean, even seeing it later, like, uh, Cameron, James Cameron said, it's like, yeah, it's, the story was a little derivative. I know. I'm like, oh, well, okay. James Cameron never gives a fuck about story, usually. <laughs> but then again, like, who's to argue with, like, that point where he can make, like, top 10 like highest grossing movies of all time and his name is on like three or four of them you know what i mean yeah and he Avatar. looks like he looks like a dad you'd see at a barnes and noble <laughs> that's very true <laughs> at least like yeah. some sort he's of never hipster, lost hipster coffee his, shop yeah. yeah he's never lost his his like hip dad lives in madison shops yeah. at barnes and noble he looks under- like a tech savvy grandpa yeah, yeah. he does <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> who buys his kids only wooden toys which i'm not a i'm not a hater it's probably because he stays out of the sun so much in his submarine. Mm-hmm. He's a submarine? Well, when he's, Do you not know this? When he's so far below sea level all the time, I'm sure that kind no of... No way. You guys are maybe that lifts his... Maybe all like the, the undersea pressure kind of lifts his, his blood skin. Lifts his skin up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like it compacts him like a like a can. Maybe it's all so that... much pressure on him that it pushes his skin. Like a Barbie. It's, maybe it's a yeah. decompression syndrome or whatever it go. is. The Ricketts. That's not the Ricketts. It's not the Ricketts. We looked what this up like what last was? week, and I can't re- remember. Where what you it get was. bubbles in your blood from yeah. coming up too fast? Yeah. 
I can't think of what it's called either, but it's oh, not the Ricketts. We know just not. said we it last, it week, last too. week. Don't look it up, guys. <laughs> I'm can't. just. I'm we sorry. Not the Ricketts. I want it to um, haunt. It's something. It's like decompression something. Yeah. But it's got also has a nickname. It's decompression syndrome, and ah, what did you say it was? Deco. <laughs> yep, deco. It's deco. I got the deco. <laughs> <laughs> I got the decal. Listen, you guys are great. Thanks. I want to say it's gout, but it's not gout. Nah. It is definitely. That's what, like, fat people get. Yeah, it's like, like when you get your feet. Or, like, get all full of butter or whatever. <laughs> your yeah, when feet you're are full of butter? <laughs> your body fills with body butter. <laughs> I can't remember. I just know I had a math teacher who ended up getting gout. Hmm. Spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But then he was, like, kind of a grump. But then when he got gout, he was on, like, pain meds, which made him real cool. Yeah. Because he didn't give an F anymore. Oh, like, yep. my high school math teacher, who I've seen at the local casino in sweatpants, smoking a cigarette he won't seem to ash, and uh, drinking whiskey in the middle of the day. Yeah, yeah like that. He's got figure it out. <laughs> it's exactly like that. The fuck? Brought to you by my last bit of news, Troy. A Quiet Place and Chelsea. A Quiet Place so came out this past week. I heard it is like everyone is raving about I it. I want to see it real bad. I've heard good things about I it. I do not want to see it because yeah, I can't I know handle horror. But yeah. if I could, I would watch it. Yeah, because you're about, you're about the Krasinski. I love I think he is awesome. And I like Emily Blunt, too. Yeah. And I like them together. Yeah. My God. Come on. Marriage. I heard like a thing where it's like, of course, John Krasinski made a made a movie with his wife where she has to shut the hell up the whole time. Classic. <laughs> but no, uh, I, I read uh, an interesting tidbit of news that uh, that A Quiet Place was actually considered to be a Cloverfield movie. At I one was point. gonna say that. Really? Yeah. Oh, because they do these kind of like. Yeah, then the they'll kind of like buy up the rights of like other movies and then kind of like slap, slap the name yeah, on Cloverfield on it. Put the name on it and then kind of like film additional scenes to kind of make it fit within the universe. Hmm. And not that I've seen it or anything, but I've, uh, there's other people that brought that up and they're like, yeah, this movie would totally work as a Cloverfield movie better than like the Cloverfield paradox ever did. Yeah. <laughs> it would have so worked like, a lot, lot more. Good. But he, did he write it? He wrote it, directed it, and starred in it? Or something, or maybe I think he directed. It. I don't think he wrote it, but he oh, did. He did direct he did it. Write it. He did write it. I don't know. I knew he did. He's like. I think he might involved. have been involved in the writing process, but I don't think he wrote it by himself. It looks very like the trailer actually looks very scary without giving hardly anything away, which is refreshing. Yeah, and like, it looks and now like there's, every trailer just gives you the and whole there's, story. there's like a lot of like people saying that it's really inventive in the way that it uh, uses silence and stuff. It's Oof. killing it. It's like in, unnerving. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes too. It's got a ninety-six percent. Yeah, which that's pretty hard to get, right? Like that high. high yeah. Of a score. Oh yeah. Uh, screenplay John Krasinski is in there, but that I mean that he could just had rewrites. Oh. But it yeah. wasn't written by him. That's still cool. But he directed. Yeah, and he directed starred. and starred. Mm -hmm. Yep. So there you go. Yeah. There's also Dang. rumors that that uh, couple Emily Blunt and John Krasinski are. Heavily wanted to play Mr. Fantastic and Sue Storm in a Fantastic Four movie if that ever gets off the ground. Oh, another Fantastic more Four. More? Four? More Four. Oh, God. Stop making them. Well, 
stop with that train of thought for a second. Okay. Because if Marvel does take the helm, I would like to see their go at it. Because it'd be their first time ever with, like, a concise vision of maybe something that they could... Maybe stick closer to the source material, not be so shitty. <laughs> That'd be cool. Be, yeah. hey, well, well, you don't be a big piece of shit. <laughs> so, even if it was, like, a mediocre film, it would be better than what we've gotten so far. Wow, even though aim I high. Did, even though I did like the Rise of the Silver Surfer for just the guys, Silver it's Surfer got a part. Fantastic Four. It only kind of sucked. It's mediocre. We did it. Yeah, we did it, guys. We broke even. But I still think the best Fantastic Four movie is the shitty Roger Corman one. From like you fucker, Chelsea, looking to Joel, be like, this guy over here is a piece of shit, nerd. <laughs> No way, people in the earbuds. Uh, did that happen? He's so sensitive if you don't love his random references. I'm sure it is wonderful. It's a terrible movie. Uh, Netflix. But it's the best one. Or no, Hulu and Spotify are teaming up to do a package deal. I saw that. How is that working? I didn't get to. It was like a quick thing when I was checking my email or like reading Bing or something, but they were just talking about how they're teaming up, and I don't know if the same company if they were like bought or like owned by the same people but they're hulu and what hulu and spotify are offering where it's like a bundle oh shit and i think it's less than 15 bucks a month and it's It's like 13 but it's for the hulu that doesn't have ads Mm. so it's like hulu without ads and spotify which I love Spotify. Oh, so. shit. I know. I like, took hmm. I a picture of my computer screen and sent it to Troy because I'm like, that is awesome. That would cut down on like one yeah. of our things a month. Yeah, because we pay I, for Spotify, too. And Hulu. Oh, speaking yeah. of Hulu news, uh, Preacher Season 2 is on Hulu now. Oh, is it? Yes. Oh, cool. shit, yes. <laughs> I've been wanting to watch it, and I just haven't had a way to... I didn't want to buy it. Yeah. Yeah, because it's AMC, right? Yeah. Yeah. It just got added, I think, on Monday or something. The whole Dang. thing? Yeah, season two. Okay, good. I didn't know if it was going to be... Sometimes Hulu does a thing where they add like only the Yeah, the only so many. No, I think it's the whole thing. Better be. It's exciting. They added a whole extra season of Fixer Upper. <laughs> Not really <laughs> for <Yeah>! your <laughs> demographic, but uh, pretty pumped. Chip Gaines. Look out sometimes. Woo! Oh, shit. Chip Gaines. Well, Ow! You know, when it comes to him building houses, it's usually done. You know it. Oh, good job, guys. <laughs> See how he did it? That's right. Oh, my. Stop clapping into the microphone. <laughs> hey, you want the state measure? Hey, that's Get! Mine. Stop it! <laughs> hey, that's mine. It's like a cat, cat to yarn. <laughs> so we kill. Oh, my God. All right. Anyway, I got two trailers today. Uh, how many you got, JT? Um, I've got... 45. Oh, man. I'll just do two. Yeah, I got two. Great. Passionate today, uh, The first one, I'm going to go first, and you can ch- chime in whenever. But I got, uh, the first one I got is a movie called Meg, starring Jason Statham. Or I have some the feelings Meg. about this. Yeah, it was The Meg. I wasn't going to correct Whatever, you. Whatever, I don't care. The Meg. <laughs> uh, apparently it's loosely based on uh, a series of novels. Am I right, Chelsea? 
Okay, so I don't know if it's like the same origin, but when I was a kid, my parents would play audiobooks in the car all the time when yeah. we travel. And there was one that I've always remembered out of all of them, and it was about a giant megalodon shark mm-hmm. that lived in like the Marianas Trench, and they had James Cameron. Watch out! They there. had like scientific. Look out, James. <laughs> God. Um, they had now I remember it as a submarine. That's right. Uh, they had like scientific uh, pod stations or whatever, like you see in the trailer. And then this shark has been taking them out, and it's like a shark that's been around since the time of the dinosaurs. And it just has they didn't know they were still existing, but it didn't turn into the shit fest it looks like in this trailer. <laughs> it was like actually like a Wrong good sci-fi like this shark. I don't know. It, it wasn't like, it. like an action pack, like sharks coming for swimmers, because the sharks, it was something about like the pressure of the ocean, like they were able to stay down that low yeah. be- because of the pressure. And if they were to come back up, like their bodies weren't. They'd get rickets. No, they the would rickets. get the rickets, guys. <laughs> but yeah, there, but there was a there was a book about it on tape that my parents played. And so I got all excited about this freaking trailer. I'm like, oh, my God. That's awesome. And then it was like, let's get ready for a shit fest like tor- Sharknado. Yeah. Well, it doesn't like look so billion... much like Sharknado. It looks more like just extreme Jaws. It's, cr- it's, yeah. doesn't look, I don't know. But, uh, it, I mean, Chelsea said it, it looks like extreme Jaws. Whatever she just said what the books were, yeah. that's what it starts as, where you see like this big ass shark. It looks like someone poured a big thing of Mountain Dew on, uh, Jaws. Yeah. <laughs> Like I'm not I don't think it like it looks as bad as what Chelsea like explained it as. Your boy Rain Wilson's in it. Yeah, that's the only good part. So I think it could it looks might it looks like it might be like dumb fun to me. Yeah. That's where I'm headed like, at. Like triple X for sharks. Yeah, yeah I <laughs> I'm just telling you that it was a like an audiobook that I remember from being a kid because it was super cool. Yeah. And it's, like, the only one that I remember that, like, have it stuck with me. And then I thought that's what it was. And I was like, oh, this looks stupid. Like, you took something cool and you made it dumb. Well. Sorry, guys. Did you ever finish the book? Uh, I don't think we did. We got oh, really maybe it ends in. just like the movie does. Maybe the book is dumb first. Maybe. Remember the first audio book I listened to all the way through was when I first started working where I work now. My boss was listening to Life of Pi. Uh-huh. So that's the first audiobook I ever listened to all the way through. Do you like it? Yeah. It's a good book. I've wanted to do that with some other ones that I've always wanted to read, but I just don't have the time. Yeah, it was cool to see the movie because like, the movie is actually pretty close to what the book is, and there's some fucked up imagery in the book. Yeah? All right. And the movie's not too far off from how crazy it is. I, uh, <clears throat> I can't remember. There was somebody going on about some book that I really wanted to... Now it's totally lost to me, but now I don't even have time at work to listen to him anyway, because yeah. I get my ass called like every five seconds about fixing somebody else's <laughs> problems. I can't deal with this shit. I know. I almost kind of want to, like... I want to, like, see if I can... Me and Molly can split an Audible account, because I want to start listening to some books. Yeah. During yeah. work. Sounds freaking good. Because yeah. um, I'm dying to listen to The Disaster Artist. Maybe that one was the one I wanted to listen to. Um, anyway, uh, 
there's like a, a big trailer that came out this week. You have oh, that yeah. one, and do you have anything else? Nah, let's talk about this. All right. One. <laughs> so the first like official main trailer for Solo. Yeah. Came out. Yeah. Solo, a Star Wars story. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what I liked about this trailer is that it was Lando heavy. Not, like not necessarily Lando heavy, heavy, but like it was balanced with like Lando yeah. in it, which I was yeah. like, yes. Because, like, the teaser stuff that we saw saw barely any of them. Yeah. And, like, it introduced, like, all the main players that you'll... Well, maybe the main players. I don't know, like, the extent of how much everybody's in the movie. But it had, like, a good even portion of, like, Solo, Lando, and Chewbacca in it. Mm -hmm. And, like, I was more into this... Like, this trailer got me more into it than anything else has so far. I was pretty pumped watching this. I yeah. liked it. I was pleasantly surprised, because everything else they've put out for it so far, I was just... It felt rushed, and, like, they were just throwing stuff out there to be like, you, you want to see this, right? Like, yeah. I mean, it's fine, whatever. Yeah. But this was, like, the action looks fun. Yeah. And the characters seem a lot more flushed out than they did in the other ones. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, uh... Donald Glover as Lando looks really good. Yeah. And uh, even though I'm not completely sold on him, I'm kind of curious to see what Alden Ehrenreich does as Han Solo. Because he's not... He doesn't play it like Harrison Ford, which is pretty much impossible. Yeah. But, like, he plays it in a way where I can see if Han Solo was, like, a young, young naive kid uh -huh. who's thrust into this, like, criminal world. And, like, he, you can see like a few like han solo ticks but they're done in a more naive all right i'll do this kind of way right yeah yeah and i'm i'm liking it more thinking about it that way like whether or not they play it that way i'll have to wait for the movie but mm -hmm. there is a few things in there where i was like okay i'll see what you do okay alden i'll see <laughs> we'll see yeah we'll see yeah we'll see it's got me more excited for it yeah um, I, I wasn't excited for this pretty much at all. Like, it would yeah, have been the either. one I might have not even seen. I mean, yeah. I'd probably go see it because I want to talk to about on the show. Of course. <laughs> but, like, if we didn't have this, I would probably be like, yeah, I'll catch it on DVD. Yeah. But well, no, I was I, I was, was pretty pumped for it. Me too. Turn me around. Okay, so here's here's my here's my nerdy thing. I hope that that rope, that uh, droid that Lando owns ends up being that dude with the ring on his head. <laughs> Yeah, that'd be pretty funny. <laughs> sure. Yeah, yeah. You know what we're talking about, Chelsea? Star Wars? Yep. Yes. But I was really reading about that shark on your phone. I'm sorry. I know you were. How that was it? Is... I found the book that I'm pretty sure it was based on. What was the book called? The Meg. All right. Jinx. <laughs> it sounds like they took it and made it crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Double Mahalo. Double Mahalo and <laughs> tongue out. Uh, word to, to your mother. mother. Hi, Bind. Jinx, you owe me a Coke. Yeah, you yeah, better, start, better start buying some fucking Cokes over here. <laughs> I'd... But yeah, that's, that's, a, that's all the trailers, which brings us into Turn Random Movies 2. Chelsea's, Chelsea's favorite thing favorite. <laughs> Jinx, you owe me a Coke. Yes, I have all the cokes. How many damn cokes do we have to give him? Chelsea. He's getting high on coke over here. Chelsea, just give Troy my coke that you owe me. Okay, so fine. So just give, he gets two cokes. Fine, mm. I'll give him a lot of coke. <laughs> but uh, we had Enter the Dragon versus Jack. Enter yep. the Dragon won. 
Oh, it was pretty close. Freaking actually. God, Jack is so sad. <laughs> well, it, it was pretty close. Oh, they only won by one vote. Oh, really? Yeah. I might have forgot to vote on this one. <gasps> uh oh. Well, I might have spaced out, but I was gonna vote for Enter the Dragon. Okay. So Enter the Dragon still won. <laughs> so, so good. You're Ooh. good. You are safe. Whoopsie. <laughs> Enter the Dragon winning, which means we are on to our match this week. The suspense and is just palpable. Of course. I was going to say that. Jinx, you only coke. <laughs> we didn't say it at the same time. Everything. Set in her mind. Yeah. Yep. You don't Set know in the mind. <laughs> Whatever. Which, for all the quarterfinal matches, I do the trivia, which you can take part in, Chelsea. Oh, thank you. You're being included. You're being included. <laughs> See if you can He's beat Troy's ass. Play. I sucked last week, even though I thought I'd be great at it. I sucked the last time I did <laughs> it. You only missed one last week. Really? I thought I yeah. missed like three of them. There was last one. Week. One of the last ones I was on sucked real bad. But Bring it anyways, on. This week it is Joe versus the volcano. I've never seen it. Versus Wolf of Wall Street. Okay, right. I've seen that. So we got six facts, like we always do. Three of them are from Joe versus volcano. Three of them are from Wolf of Wall Street. Your job is to determine which fact is from which movie. Bring it on. Bring okay. out. On. Fact number one. Okay. One person plays three roles and the voice of a flight attendant in this film. Volcano. Wolf of Wall Street. It is Joe versus the Volcano. I wanted to say that, but I thought Meg I would Ryan take the other. plays three different yes, roles yes. and is also the voice of a flight attendant. But did she get paid as much as Tom Hanks? I don't know. Hmm. What is I that? Just... Titus Worldwide. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> oh my god. What have uh, I walked into? Question number two. Most of this film is improvised. Wolf of Wall Street. It's probably Joe versus the volcano. I want to say Wall Street too. It is Wolf of Wall Street, yes. A lot of the dialogue <laughs> is improvised. Cool. In Wolf of Wall Street. Are they also doing Coke for real? Yep. Cool. Uh, <laughs> is it? Yep. Yeah, a lot of it is Quaaludes, but Ludes. you can't get those anymore because they stopped making them. <laughs> Sad. <laughs> People can't get their lewds. No one can get their lewds. Get their lewd on. <laughs> uh, number three, in order to get used to wearing fake teeth, an actor or actress spent two hours calling businesses just to have a conversation. Wolf of Wall Street. I'm also going to say Wall Street. I'm pretty it sure is it was Wolf Jonah of Wall Hill. Street. Jonah Hill, yes. I get the extra point because I knew it was Jonah Hill. He had Hill. to get used to his fake teeth and yeah. he would call random businesses just to talk to them. Yeah. Oh, why didn't he call friend? I don't know. Why? Because friends would just know. He wanted to make it so that he could have, see if he could have a regular conversation. Yeah, he told Joel this. people knowing. He called Joel. He called me. Yeah, Jay. He, he called me when that. I was at Happy Joe's at the time. <laughs> Probably. Oh, God. Dark pointer's uh, life. <laughs> next one. Number four. A taxi cab used in the film was borrowed by from a congressman from the state they were filming in. Uh, Joe versus Volcano. It's probably the other one. Fuck. I'm going to say Volcano. It is Joe versus the Volcano. I get the point. I said it first. The congressman from Hawaii <laughs> actually had a vintage taxi cab that they borrowed for well, a scene. How adorable is that? It, I guess pretty adorable. <laughs> I don't know. Depends on the... Leave me hanging over here. <laughs> I'm God. Number, number five. 
The lead actor was paid a quarter of the film's budget. Joe versus the volcano. No. Wait. Yeah, I'm going to keep it. Eh, that's probably the other. I'm going to say Wall Street. It is Wolf of Wall Street. Leonardo DiCaprio <laughs> was paid a quarter of the film's budget. What's the score? I've gotten every single question right. But I got an extra point for knowing it's John Hill, so. Well, then you're still probably <laughs> a point below me. We're tied. Uh, last one. <laughs> The first of three films where two well-known Hollywood names work together. Volcano. Uh, volcano. It is Volcano. Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan. Jinx, you my coke. The first you. film that they worked on together. Also that working chemistry. on Sleepers in Seattle. And you got me. Oh, that chemistry is just good. Just so good. Good. So there you go. Joe versus the Volcano. Oh. Joe versus Volcano versus Wolf of Wall Street for next week. We'll see who wins. Actually, I have never seen Joe versus the Volcano, and I want to, so I hope that wins. There you go. Well, you'd be on the show. You could review it with us. If when we uh, first announced that we that was in the tournament, the Slack chat I'm in was all about Joe versus the Volcano. I've heard it's really good. I've never seen it, so well, I have not I seen it either. either. We'll see how it stacks up against the Scorsese sensation. <laughs> Wolf of Wall Street. Very well. Very good. Very good. Dropping November 17th, 1989. Oh, they came out? Yep. Oh. yep. All Dogs Go to Heaven Ow. came to theaters. <laughs> yes. I'm older than that. Okay. <laughs> All right. Watch out. Sorry. With a budget of $13.8 million. Seems Jeez. like a lot for an animated film. Seems not a lot for an animated In film. In 89? Like, I don't know how inflation works, <laughs> but uh, animated bu- like features out now are like oh, well, hundred million yeah. dollars. Yeah, affairs. Um, in the its total box office, it only made twenty seven point one million dollars. And its money back, it doubled it. It's very true. So at least it's in the clear. And Rotten Tomatoes has that at a fifty percent. Not good. Not good, uh, not bad. IMDb. It's not good. <laughs> Some may say it could be good, it could be bad. 50-50 chance. That's usually considered That's very rotten. true. One person Inside would say joke. that. Yeah. <laughs> IMDb has it a 6.7 out of 10. And Common Sense Media, our friends over there, have yes. it at a 2.9 out of 5. Oh, jeez. They yeah. need... I usually rate things pretty high, especially for kids' movies. But I could see why it might be a little lower. For yeah, them. I could see um, how they would think it think it lower. <laughs> it's also number forty-four in movies that debuted in nineteen eighty-nine. All right. Wow. <laughs> I can't imagine that there were a ton of movies in nineteen eighty-nine. Uh, well, there were a lot, but um, <laughs> at least forty-four of them. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Um. I got some more facts that came out before we get into right. our review. Yeah. It's uh, the same animation company that made All Dogs Go to Heaven also previously made An American Tale and Land Before Time. Yeah. That All company being Sul- uh, Sullivan Bluth Studios. Mixed they with- also made Rock-A-Doodle, because I remember that commercial playing all the goddamn time before I watched this yeah. movie when Chanticleer. I was a kid. Yeah. Chanticleer. Oh, my God. The- people. God. When I was telling you about this movie, you're like, Chanticleer, the rooster. I'm like, there was no fucking rooster in this movie. <laughs> well, in the other one, his name was Chanticleer. Yeah, Rockadoodle is the movie that came out at, right after this. Yeah. Because I remember there, seeing like the commercial for deal. this. 
when I was when I was a kid and I'd pop this tape in, there would be the the preview for Rockadoodle, and then it would be a weird promo with Dom DeLuise in a kitchen <laughs> talking about something. How many times have you seen this movie that you know that? I do. That's why we picked it for his yeah. nostalgia episode. Yeah, My when God. I was a kid, like it was. I cycled between this and like a bunch and like a, only a few other films. So I was like even... one of those. I was one of those kids where it's like you get these movies and you watch these. Oh, I thought it was like you just even as a child picked depressing no. movies. <laughs> no, tapes were expensive back then, so it's like when you yeah. got one, like you fuck. That's what you watched all the time. VHS was like twenty five bucks. Yeah, they were pretty pretty expensive. God, in in modern dollars. <laughs> Just kidding. Yeah. It's probably like 50. VHSs now would be worthless. Yeah, we tried to sell some. <laughs> their garage sale didn't yeah, go far. Nobody bit. You know why? Because oh nobody had Nobody a even wanted the DVD. There's like giant cupboards full of VHSs at Goodwill. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, my mom and dad probably still have like 300 VHS tapes at their house that they don't <laughs> know what to do with. Um, oh, so anyway, um, speaking of VHSs, when this movie did drop on VHS. It was one of the biggest selling VHS uh, drops of all time because it was like a sleeper hit. Maybe not, and I'll tell you why it was a sleeper hit. Not a lot of people went to go see it in the theater, but when it dropped on VHS, it sold over 3 million copies in its wow. first month. Oh, shit. Yeah, did gangbusters. I think we owned it as a I mean, I remember watching it as a kid. I'm sure we owned it. I... Um, actually asked my mom about this movie today because I called her about something they'll bring up later. And she's like, oh yeah, you kids never watched that movie. We didn't have it. And I've never <laughs> seen it. Like, my mom said that. And I'm like, yeah. I've never seen it either. The reason why it was overshadowed in the theater is because it came out the same day as The Little Mermaid. Oh, shit. From Walt Disney. Wow. <laughs> uh, and I have some stats on The Little Mermaid. Uh... Now remember, all dogs go to heaven's budget was thirteen point eight million. Yeah. Little Mermaid's budget was forty million. Jesus. The box office to all dogs was twenty seven point one. Yeah. The box office for Little Mermaid was two hundred and eleven point three million. Fuck. Ranks number thirteen of all movies in nineteen eighty nine. Yeah. In contrast to forty four of all dogs go to Jesus. heaven. Jesus. Oh my god. And bonus points, Chelsea, if you could name the number one movie in 1989. Um, is it animated? No. I bet I know. Is it a Star Wars? No. No. <laughs> 70s. I bet Troy will get upset if you don't get it. I can't Because it's one think. of his favorite movies of all time. Sorry, my brain is like reading a sad story about the girl who Can you the be in this for a, one minute? I was researching the movie. Okay, so 1989, number one top selling movie. Number one movie in 1989. Um, give me a hint. It's one of my favorite movies. Spider-Man? <laughs> Batman. <laughs> Batman was the number one movie in 1989. My brain is very tired, <laughs> to be perfectly honest. <laughs> uh, How am I in trouble with this? And I gave you my hand. What is my favorite movie? I don't know. <laughs> oh! I love how oh. <laughs> Yeah, you jerk. I don't know. Uh, can I guess? Sorry. Sure. Big Fat Greek Wedding. 
nah, it's just an old. It's like an old shoe. Then I don't know. That was my Your only favorite guess. movie. Is an old shoe. <laughs> I have like a series of them. That's a trick question. A seer. I'm not into tricks at this late in the game. <laughs> Harry Potter. No. What? Name it. No, it's just Did like it a bunch of. It's a bunch of chick flicks. Get real. Favorite TV show. <laughs> The Office. Okay, well then you're redeemed. Well, there you go. I'm mad that you had a trick question. Just <laughs> I now. honestly just then I'm, I'm I mad read, now. Did you did you read the like that fact about the girl who plays the orphan in the movie? Anne Marie. Her oh, tragic yeah. death. No. Oh my god, that's what I. Oh, was you didn't reading. know about that? No. Can oh, we it bring is it up later. Fucked up shit. Can it we not say really, it right now and bring it up a little bit? That's what I was reading, and then you're like, yeah, bring it up. Yeah. Batman. All right, I see what you're doing. <laughs> well, go ahead oh with your God, facts, Troy. So That's all I got sad. for facts, I thought. I thought I had okay. more, but I don't. So, uh, JT, usually I hand the baton over to you to give yeah. the synopsis, but I think I will do it. Okay, you're going to change we're going to change it up uh for your nostalgic movie yeah. since you've seen it a since bunch I, of times. I might I might sway it a certain way. I am going to give the synopsis give for the, a movie. Yeah, the impartial synopsis. Now I, oh, impartial. Okay, then I might have to. <laughs> well, give give it how words. you were going to give it. Choose, then. No, I'm not going to do that because it'll it'll give the way what I think. Um, so I don't remember any of the characters' names in this except for Anne Marie and Carface. Yeah. Whatever his name is. The lead dog is Charlie, and then there's Itchy. Charlie and Itchy. Okay. <laughs> Itchy. So Charlie and Itchy are two like flea written kind of dirtbag dogs. Yeah. And uh they're I don't remember what their plot was in the beginning of the movie, but anyway, they're trying to make money or whatever at yeah. one point. And they are stopped by Carface, <laughs> where Charlie Meets his end fairly early in the movie, and he goes to heaven. You're mucking up this whole beginning. <laughs> I know. <laughs> you say mine are bad. You're not even getting the story right. Listen, I missed the first chunk of the story because I was trying to take care of a baby today. It was on in the background. Oh, but okay. when he gets to heaven, he finds his way back to earth where... He uh, meets back up with Itchy yeah. and meets up with Anne-Marie, an orphan girl. Yeah. And together they come into some luck, find their way into some money, and then they also get into more of a mishap with Carface and goons, and uh, antics ensue, and... All dogs go to heaven. Yeah, don't fucking ever make fun of me for a synopsis <laughs> for a movie ever again. That's probably the worst one I've I, ever heard. I was trying to be impartial because the one I told Chelsea earlier gave away my feelings towards the film. <laughs> so I changed the whole thing up. But also, I don't remember the beginning of the movie. Well, it, Itchy breaks Charlie out of, like, prison. Well, it's like, I think it's the Pound. Oh yeah, at I the beginning, that. and when he gets out, like before he was let out, he was supposed to be like be put to death or euthanized. Oh God! But uh, it's also funny that this pound also in- entails like using guns when dogs escape. <laughs> but anyways, funny? so when he gets I out, we're monsters. <laughs> so when uh, so when he gets out, uh, 
Carface finds out about it, and he was his partner. Like, they put, like, this, like, empire together where they would, like, they're, like, this criminal... Dog gang? Group, yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Like, they were, like, this criminal group that would, like, get dogs to bet on stuff, and then they would, like, take their money or, like, their meat in this instance. Yeah. So, Carface finds out that he's free, and then decides he doesn't want to split the wealth, so then he has Charlie killed in the most elaborate way possible. <laughs> And then he goes to heaven, but when he goes to heaven, he finds that he doesn't like the idea of living a life where it's not exciting. So then he steals, like, his watch, or, like, everyone everyone is assigned a clock when they go to heaven, I and it stops. Now. It stops when you die. So he grabs, so he finds his, his, wa- his clock and winds it back up, so he comes back to Earth. And But for dogs, since all dogs go to heaven... If he goes back to Earth, he can't go back to heaven. So now he's stuck on Earth with his clock, where if it ever was to stop, you'll go to H-E-double hockey place. sticks. Oh my place. god. All while also coming in contact with an orphan named Anne Marie, oh who god. for some reason can talk to every animal. She's so sweet. I had a Charlie. problem with that aspect. <laughs> so, not the fact that she can talk to animals. I'm like, okay. I'll buy into that. But dogs are the only animals that can talk in this movie? Well, all animals can talk. But, like... But animals can't talk to each other. But that also doesn't make sense, because there's also a musical number with an alligator. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Like, it's weird that... Like, I found it weird that all the dogs are talking to each other, and Anne-Marie can talk to the dogs, and then she can also talk to horses, but then horses just sound like horses. Like, but they're horses. When Anne Marie talks to the horses, they do talk. Do they? Yeah. Oh, maybe you're right. It's not consistent. <laughs> the rules aren't consistent. There is a there is a definite class system in the animal <laughs> kingdoms where there are some that are treated m- more terrible than others. Right. What was the horse's name that was a complete horse's ass? Like oh, shit. Charlie what was his name? or whatever his name was? Yeah, what the fuck was his Total name? Because yeah, idiot horse. Oh, such a dumbass. <laughs> like I'm surprised they didn't put him down. <laughs> like make him into Alpo or something like that. But like it, it made no like every horse in that stable was like an upper crust like. One of them even has a monocle. For what? <laughs> yeah. And the horse that we're talking about has like a bandaged tail, buck teeth. <laughs> looks like an But it was idiot. his birthday, Troy. And it was because his it was his birthday. birthday mm. That's how races work. Because it's his birthday. They wanted to they make him feel him... good in his birthday. It seems like they made want to make him feel good because he's a bit slow. Probably that too, but it's also his birthday. <laughs> Did you look up the name of that horse? Is it Chuck de Cha Cha or whatever it was? Yeah, it was like Cha Cha something. Yeah. Anyway, the odds of him winning was a thousand to one, but because it was his birthday, the uh, little Anne Marie got it out of the horses that he was going to win. Anyway, I'm we're jumping all over the place in this. Yeah, movie. we're like way, we're like way far ahead. <laughs> no one will care about the. The horse. So, because this movie came out in 1989, and nobody probably even wants to hear about us talking about this. It's original? I'm not going to worry about spoilers so much at all. 
But, like, right off the top, I could not get into this movie whatsoever. <laughs> and I found the movie as a whole fairly dour and depressing. Yeah, it would be at and times. And weird, like, plot elements for a kid's movie. Oh, yeah. Like, way weird. Not to the yeah. fact that just they're dealing with death, because that's, like... The Disney movies do that with, like, the death yeah. of, like, parents and stuff. But, like... This shit deals with gam... Like, the, the main plot element in this involves gambling. Yes. <laughs> and, and, like... like uh, murder yeah. is in this. And, like, the car face smokes. Like, cigars. Yeah. There's a shit ton of drinking in the... Be- they the, How they kill Charlie involves a lot of drinking. Yeah. Uh, it, it's just... They like they go to hell at one point in this, or at least... yeah, Charlie has a dream about hell. Yeah, uh, it's like deeply dis, not deeply disturbing, but it's like, why was this one of your favorite movies as a kid? <laughs> no, but the thing is, like, when I was a kid, I think it was just one of those ones that my parents bought for me because, like. It was cool watching, for me, it was cool for me watching this back because I was, like, everything that I absorbed from it was, like, like purely subjective. Okay. Like, I don't remember the plot at all, but there's small things here and there yeah. that I remember as a kid where I was like, yeah, I remember that, and then this made me, this is why I did this. Mm-hmm. Like, the beginning opening number... When like you can't you can't uh, get a good dog down. Uh-huh. When they did that whole scene where they throw that that nerdy dog through that barrel of beer. <laughs> oh yeah. And those suds come up. I remember, I would watch that in the summertime, and that scene would always make me hungry for root beer floats. <laughs> and I would like, I would like try and talk my mom into making me a root beer float because it was like, oh yeah, like root beer floats sound really good right now. Sure. And I like remember, uh, I liked the movie as a kid, but it's dark as hell. Yeah. Like, like, I always liked how she say, said Charlie, like the little girl. Charlie! Yeah, I always remember that. Charlie, or whatever it is. It's Charlie. Yeah, yeah but she says <laughs> it with, like, a little cute orphan accent sure. or impediment. <laughs> um, That and, like, even, like, the main characters you're supposed to like, in, like, if they were people, they wouldn't be likable. Because they're, yeah. they're scumbags. <laughs> and, like, they're profiting off like a poor young girl who like has some ability to like foretell the future by talking to animals or whatever but they're only fortuitous because like they're piggybacking off her ability oh yeah and like aping off that for their own like profit even though they lie to her and say like no we're like robin hood and we'll help you find your parents but they never do they use her as a tool to get their own gains (laughs) and like they're supposed to be the good guys yeah. And then there's worse dogs. <laughs> this is what he was ranting. That want to about. murder the less worse dogs <laughs> for treating a girl like total garbage. He's a dad all, now. All they want is a family. For and like near even near the end, Charlie is like, once I'm done with this girl, I'm gonna throw her in an orphanage. And like Itchy's like, whatever you say, boss. <laughs> and well, only as Dom Deloise. Yeah. And then the girl hears it and cries. And then at, only at that point is Charlie like, well, I better be like not as much of a dick. <laughs> and tries to save her. But even then, 
Like, I get it while he's also trying to save the watch, but he's like, I almost will die underwater to get that watch. Rather than save this girl. But he doesn't. I know, he <laughs> ends up saving the girl, but then you find out that he goes to hell, even though that was the rule set up in the beginning of the movie. Yeah. And then, like, heaven, like, beats out hell to, like, give him another spot in heaven because he saved a girl's life or whatever. Yeah. But really, that's the only noble thing he did in this. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Charlie is a huge piece of shit in this entire thing. Yes. This is uh, Papa Troy over here. (laughs) I asked him on the phone, I'm like, so would you want our daughter to watch us? He's like, absolutely not. Even though I was like, she already did. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. She sat there and watched it with me while I got laundry together and all that kind of stuff. And she did not like it. Or she care. was not impressed yeah. with how brown and uninteresting the, it, the movie was. No, I remember another thing from when I was a kid though was the "Let's Make Music Together" song when they would like sing underwater. I remember as a kid when I would take a bath, I would stick my head underwater and try and sing the song to see if it sounded the same. Nearly how drowned are you not every dead? time. No, well. I- I'm not, like, staying under there for, like, fucking four minutes. Like, I'm going to there and try and sing, like, let's make music together. It just sounded like you were transforming. Well, you fucking assholes are over here, like, talking shit. Sorry. Sensitive about talking underwater. Like, how are you not dead? Well, I'm not going to stick my head in there for four minutes and try and sing the entire fucking song. I'm just picturing you, like, like shoving your own head deep in a bathtub and be like, Oh! There's another thing, I'm realizing too, like, it was I a bad idea. I didn't really get into any of the musical numbers in this, either. I yeah, didn't... I feel like the only good songs in here had, like, a good hook, and then they would, like, they didn't know what else to do, so they would, like, talk sing through it. Yeah. <laughs> they I... were like, eh, like... The... What well, is Burt Reynolds we're talking about? I don't think he's known for his <laughs> yeah. singing voice. To be honest, like, yeah, that, I like, thought... The songwriters, I, I don't think they wrote, like, decent enough materials for, like... Granted, this is the first time I've ever seen this movie, so I don't... Yeah. I wouldn't remember any song anyway. Like, I think, I think I there's two songs that have good hooks to them. Like, You Can't Keep a Good Dog Down has a good hook, and uh, Let's Make Music Together has a good hook. But then, like, once they get past the hooks, then they're just like... Uh, fucking make some shit up now. I don't know what the fuck. <laughs> like this compared to like Little Mermaid, which has like oh, three yeah. memorable songs oh, in it. Well, so memorable. Disney also hired like a Broadway producer to fucking yeah. write all their songs too. That's true. But they <laughs> stick with you forever. Yeah, and they're good. Like I think, yeah, the songs in Sorry. here are definitely not strong. Sorry, but dog movie. For what it's worth, like... Dead dogs. I don't know, like, the... the You can't give a do- good dog down. I got stuck in my head a couple times when I was a kid. Well, yeah, I can see that. If you watched it a bunch of times, of, yeah. of course you would, but, like... Can't keep a good dog down. And the fucking... I, I actually kind of liked the alligator bit with the let's make music together. Even though it was, like, such a thrown-together scene because it yeah. just involves... Charlie yelling, and then the alligator gets like aroused by his voice. <laughs> He's like, "Ooh, you sound good!" And then they're just like trying to like trying to convince him to do a duet with him, mm-hmm. even though it shouldn't make sense because alligators and dogs shouldn't be able to talk to each other. 
Establish rules Again. and follow them. Um, oh, boy. I actually thought that um, this was a Disney movie. Like, for, Oh, no, it's MGM. Yeah, well, I didn't know that up until just doing research on the movie. I thought it was like yeah. one of those Disney movies that came out and it was just like kind of forgotten Dark about. Dark Horse. Yeah. Yeah, like those one there's like a period of time where Disney like came out with movies that like nobody cares about. Yeah. But it was actually after like 1989 because like Little Mermaid spurred like a new Disney revolution. Yeah. Um with like uh that and Aladdin, Beauty and the Beast. Beauty and the Beast. Um The Lion King. Yeah. I think that might even came out later. Toy Story. But that, yeah, but that was even later than that. But then I thought this was, like, the ones that, like, was with it. I also thought that American Tale and Land Before Time were also Disney movies, too. No. But they're not. Yeah. <laughs> Sad as hell. But I would argue that American Tale and Land Before Time are fondly remembered. Yeah, they are. But they're sad as hell. For being, like, MGM. But yeah. Uh... No, I only picked this because, like, I got into a conversation with a friend of mine that was, oh, yeah. like... yeah, what was that conversation? It was just, like, I don't know, like, they brought up, like, yeah, I saw, like, I saw uh, a do- All Dogs Go to Heaven the other day. And I was like, oh, fuck, I haven't seen that, like, since I was, like, a kid. And they're like, yeah, it's fucked. It's way different <laughs> as an adult. Yeah. Yeah. And it is way different. Like, I, watching this, I was, like, I just imagined, like, someone wrote a script that they just could not get made. So then, like... They took that idea where, like, okay, well, I'll take out all of the violence and the sex, and I'll replace the main characters with dogs, <laughs> and I'll animate it. Because they, they don't need to be dogs in no. this. No. Nah. They could literally be human beings, and right. it would be the exact same story, and it would not be off. Right. There's no reason they need to be dogs. Right. But they're dogs, and it's animated, so now it's a kid's movie. <laughs> right. <laughs> they don't even, even if it were people, they would. They could oh still God. call it "All Dogs Go to Heaven." Pretty much. Yeah. Think. Oh, they could. Yeah, because they're dirty dogs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that hit me way harder than it should. Was yeah. Was there anything in the movie that you liked, Troy? There, some of the animation I really liked, um, but it was, I could tell, like <laughs> on the little girl. Um, that they rotoscoped, like, actually, like, uh, must be, I don't know, the, an actor. Yeah, actually. she looked really good. But only this. sometimes. Because, yeah. like, other times she kind of looked off-model a little bit. And you could tell that her, like, the, the animation wasn't as fluid. The dogs all looked similar <coughs> because they're... Yeah. What are you laughing about? Yeah. <laughs> Just get, keep going. <laughs> anyway. But I like that. Like, the only thing that was, like, um... Not like consistent was like the people in this, but granted there wasn't yeah. a lot of them in here. Yeah, either. it was all like anthrop- anthropomorphic. Uh, yeah, <laughs> people, dogs. Yeah. Well, and and other animals. It's like animated well. feet. There's dogs in it. What is so fucking funny? Why? Yeah, what are you laughing about? <laughs> I don't know. It's just the point. I've heard you talk about these dogs forever. <laughs> it just seems funny. It's in the title. Of <laughs> just movie. let me have it. I am tired, and it is really great. Here you guys be right. like. And the dogs. <laughs> but there's some times where it looked like they took, like, some... Especially, like, the more emotional scenes. It looked like they took good care of, like, making sure you tried to feel something for uh, Anne-Marie. Yeah. Like, that one that one scene where, like, she catches Charlie, like, talking shit about her. Oh, that just yeah. And they, like, heart. zoom in on her face. Like, I got kind of got 
choked up a little bit because she looks like she's like destroyed. Yeah, there's that scene and there's like Aww. one where she's kind of introduced where uh, she's still in Carface's like boat or whatever. Yeah. In, like, the lower deck. And she wants to go outside. Yeah, and like they're, just her movements there are like really fluid. I'm like, oh, that was really well animated. And she like sits down in the corner and cries. Yeah. Again, this movie's kind of sad. Yeah. It's super <laughs> sad. But I'm like, everything there was really well animated. And she, like, even the perspective of her, like, trying to climb the ladder, and it's like a bird's eye view of her, it's yeah. all really well done. And I... Do you think it hits you harder because you're a dad and you have a little girl? Uh, no. Okay, um, I, I would have liked the movie the there. same regardless. Oh. Okay. Also, a childhood memory that I got pulled up when I watched this movie. I remember trying to make monster costumes out of blankets based off that one scene where they're like, oh, it's a monster in the basement. And then she cl climbs uh -huh. out of that pile of blankets. Oh, yeah. I remember like trying to do that as a kid. Like I tried to pile as many blankets on me as I could to try and like recreate it to be like I'm a blanket monster like the girl in <laughs> Mel Dogs Go to Heaven. How are you? You were the orphan Sorry. girl. Yeah. You're a little Anne Marie. Yep, I'm a little Anne Marie over here. <laughs> but no, that's what I think. That was I. That's why I liked going back and watching this because I legit have not seen this since I was like in elementary school. I don't think I have either. And like watching it, like it sprung up all these memories of stuff that I would did because of this movie that I. I literally never remembered, like, mm -hmm. at all. And that was, like, it was really cool to, like, be like, oh, fuck, I remember doing that because of this. Yeah. What, um, what would, because I'm, like, already kind of ready to grade it. Yeah. I do have one more fact, though, but, um, that Burt Reynolds and Dom DeLuise actually recorded their audio in the same room. Yeah. Which, um, Which you can kind of tell because... In all honesty, I think Burt Reynolds sucks in this. Yeah, I didn't and... even know it was Burt Reynolds until I had to look it up. Yeah, I think Burt Reynolds is awful in this, but his Ooh, scenes with Dom DeLuise boy. are better. Uh, yeah, um, I guess MGM never did that before, but they requested it so they could play off each other. Yeah. And then I also heard that Dom DeLuise also improvised a lot of his lines, yeah. which they loved because they thought it was better than what he was originally supposed to mm -hmm. say. But Burt Reynolds kind of stick close because, I mean, he's got, like, plot elements he has to hit. Yeah. He can't just be ad-libbing the whole fucking movie yeah. or whatever. But, um, the, them and, uh, I think Carface and his oh, the yeah were also in the same room, which MGM never did before. It was every, everybody was all, hmm. like, singly recorded. Yeah, I like, yeah, I like their scenes because they're, it seems more fluid. Like, mm -hmm. they were able to, like, you can actually feel like they were playing off each other. Like, there's... You watch a lot of that older animation, like, it feels like they're, like, waiting for each other's cues sometimes. Mm -hmm. Especially, to be honest, I think a lot of the voice acting in this is really good, except for Burt Reynolds. I think Burt Reynolds is awful in this. Not... Yeah. I usually like Burt Reynolds, but it's yeah. like, like, I like this because it's, like, a true testament to, like, what makes a good voice actor. Like, I think yeah. Burt Reynolds is a good actor. But I think he's a shitty voice actor. Because a lot of these, it just feels like he just says his lines. I'm actually surprised, just thinking about it right now, in 1989, they had, like, celebrity voice actors. Because, like, even in Disney movies, they actually had, like, no professional, like, mm -hmm. voice actors, not, yeah. like, celebrities. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if that was, like, just a thing to try to, like, get more Probably. eyes on the screen. Yeah. I know that's what they do now a lot. Because they just have a lot of celebrities do their own voices mm -hmm. for stuff. Yeah. Um, and most of the time, 
it's fine, but I, I really think real voice actors should do it more or less because they have like a lot more mm-hmm. range. Yeah, but but um, I, but with that same with that in mind though, I think Dom DeLuise's Itchy is probably the best in this. Yeah, because yeah. he has a fucking he's really good when it comes to that because it's like if it, it feels like he throws like dog noises like into his dialogue sometimes mm. like when he's like looking oh, for charlie yeah. and he's like getting yeah. all paranoid like he'll throw in like dog whimpers like <laughs> charlie charlie <laughs> yeah, like yeah. it's like it totally totally like, it sounds really cool yeah no i i totally get and sometimes like his cadence will be it will sound like a dog barking sometimes when he's like yelling and stuff mm-hmm. like i think Don, like it feels like dom de was like he did his research and he was like i want to make this seem like an yeah. actual dog is talking. Yeah. And then in strolls Burt Reynolds. <laughs> and then Burt Reynolds is and being like, Burt yeah, Reynolds that's right, itchy. Hey, just man. follow me. He's just and sitting everything there will just be okay. Smokey and the bandit. Yeah. yeah. Smokey. <laughs> like, it, feel, it felt like he was trying to be, like, suave the whole movie. Like, even when he's, like, having, trying to have, like, touching scenes with Anne-Marie, he's I just like. somebody was like. Hey. You know you're a fucking dog, right? <laughs> hey, kid, come follow me. Wait, I'm like a dog bird. Hey, you're a fucking dog running a con on an orphan girl. Hey, Turd Ferguson, <laughs> why don't you, like, <laughs> liven it up? Oh, my God. But um, there was another scene, like, when they, they're in heaven, like, uh, Charlie has, like, this really cool scene where he's talking about, like, like trying to accept the fact that he's dead and he's in heaven. And then he brings up like, like in the like in a in like a sense like, what what about the like? There's nothing exciting about that. Like you don't you're not like I'm gonna grow. I'm gonna get up every day and it's gonna be the same. Mm-hmm. And I like the idea of that. Like it's like a different take on like if there is a heaven and you go there, like could you be bored with it? Because yeah. like. He brings up where it's like I'm still young and I like I live off of the the adrenaline of not knowing what my day is going to be, mm-hmm. and now I'm now I'm forced to live in this. Even though it's a paradise, I'm forced to live in this world that I know exactly what's going to happen every day. Mm-hmm. I think the rules for heaven in this that they established are kind of weird too. Like you get assigned like this clock totem, but then if you get it and like wind it up, you get to go back to Earth. Yeah. That's weird. Well, they just, I think it was just a way to get them back to Earth. Yeah, plot point. Sure, but they they wrote it. Like, they could rewrite it any way. And they decided, like, this was the one. <laughs> this this is how it's going to happen? Well, I, you know, as a kid, didn't care. Yeah. <laughs> well, as an adult, I care... Too much. A little more. Too much. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I think, I think, in all honesty, I think a lot of the voice acting is good. Mm-hmm. I think the the person who did Anne Marie did a good job too. Oh yeah, R.I.P. which oh god. Oh yeah, should... what's the story with that? Oh fuck, oh, it's horrid. I just so read the whole she story. also if you've seen Land Four Times, she's also the voice of Ducky. Okay, in that and I I, a year and a half before All Dogs Go to Heaven even came out, she was like brutally murdered by her father. Yeah. Oh my. God. So her father was her like... father like brutally murdered her yeah. and her mother. Yeah, he shot her in the head while she was sleeping, and then he burned their bodies, and he committed suicide like out in the garage. But yeah. he was he was like an abusive alcoholic, and he was from um, he was an immigrant from like Bosnia or something, and so was the mom. 
and she was like trying to get away from him and she he had been reported for like abuse but they like, never could find bruises mm-hmm. and supposedly she was like trying to get away from him and um he lied to her and told her he didn't tell her about how somebody from back home had contacted saying somebody had passed away because he was worried that she would take the daughter mm-hmm. and so she didn't know that and then uh he killed him and he didn't he didn't like his daughter's success like the more successful she got the worse he got Jesus. Yeah. And yeah, shot her in her sleep. Terrible. And then, he, oh, and I, I think it was like the next day, he like told the daughter's agent like that he just wanted to, he was going to leave him alone and he was going to, she didn't know they were dead. <sighs> and that uh, he just wanted to say goodbye and then he like covered him in gasoline and burned him and then just killed himself. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's awful. Yeah. And she was like 10 years old. Yeah, she was super fucking young. And she was a really good voice actress. Yeah, dude. Like, I think she's one of the better. For I think her and girl. her and Dom DeLuise are the two best voice actors in this whole movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like yeah. especially for Super for cute. being a kid. Like she, yeah. Like the way she would deliver lines, like it made me really feel for her. Well, they yeah. were saying like um, it got to the point where they. I think she was making up to a hundred. She started out as an actress at age five, and it got to the point where she was successful enough with these movies. She was making a hundred thousand dollars a year. Good. Back in the eighties, yeah, as a child star. Man, if you if you could be a child star doing voiceover work, that yeah. could be your entire life. She like, is breaking it in. How cute is this girl? Don't show me real pictures. God. <laughs> She's so. Oh yeah, cute. I've seen. Yeah, I've seen her. Yeah, yeah. Judith. That Barcy. guy deserved worse than what he got. Mm-hmm. That fucker. But yeah, yeah, it's super sad, but. No, she's amazing in this. And then you think about like her being Ducky in Land Before Time. Ducky was also really fucking cool too. Yeah, I haven't seen that in a long time. I don't know if that would hold up as much as I thought, but, um, but yeah. What? Uh, so as a kid, what would you rate this compared to what you saw oh, it as recently? Well, as a kid, I probably didn't even fucking care what this movie was. Because <laughs> in all honesty, like I, it was a long time before I would actually watch a movie for its plot. Like, a lot of the times I would just have it on the background while I like, play with my action figures and shit. Uh-huh. But, no, but it was fun going back and watching it as an adult because I was able to, like, pull out those memories of, like, things I would do because of this movie that I probably would not have been able to pull out just mm-hmm. trying to rack my brain about what I did as a kid. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was really cool. But take it as it is. Like, I don't think, I don't think I hate it as much as you. Like, mm-hmm. it's definitely not a good movie. <laughs> like, it's definitely not made for kids. And, uh, but I do appreciate the voice work. And there were, like, a few cool deep things here and there that I feel like they never gave enough time to really let flesh out. Because a lot of it feels like it was really rushed. Mm-hmm. It's like an hour and, like, it's like an hour and 26 minute long it's movie. only like 80 something minutes yeah long. like it's not that long but then i feel like there's the minute they get into like something where it could be interesting they're like let's go to a puppy orphanage yeah it's all over the place yeah it's they yeah once they like get with Anne marie and they start betting on shit then it, they're just like let's go let's go to the sewer and swim with a fucking alligator and <laughs> sing and let's go to a puppy orphanage and now like it's crazy shit also that fucking couple I feel so bad for them. <laughs> There's like this the one couple... that adopts Anne Marie. Yeah, well, you think they adopt Anne Marie? Well, 
yeah. But yeah, they get like harassed by so many dogs to, <laughs> to adopt this girl. Oh, yeah. And it's like, you, they never have any inkling that they're in, in the market for adopting somebody. I, in the market for a girl. That's where <laughs> yeah. I thought you were going. Well, they initially meet them because Anne-Marie steals their wallet to get money for like their initial bet so they can make a whole bunch of money. And that's when she initially meets them. But then... So since they have their, uh, they have like the dad's driver's license, like they just keep going back there. Like she goes back there because she wants a family, and then they keep going back there because like Anne Marie goes missing. So they like try and get them to help, but they're dogs. So it's just like a big mass of dogs are barking outside their house, and they're just like, what the. F- fuck is going on <laughs> i can picture this happening at your house yeah and you're and then walking like, outside and be like Why yeah there's then so like, many dogs the fuck yeah. <laughs> then itchy like barrels through their door with their with their fucking stuffed animal like her stuffed doll and they're like oh it's but but if it was oh my like, god that dog ate her yeah <laughs> <laughs> but yeah uh. but like in, in the reality it would be like why is this fucking dog bring this stuffed animal? This girl that just run to our house and ate our food one day. <laughs> like I felt so like they they should have been way more pissed than what they were. Like every time they Good show people. them, they're just like, oh boy, oh these dogs are everywhere. Oh oh little orphan girl, let us feed you waffles. <laughs> I feel like that's your mom. Oh probably. Yeah, that's but what your mom would. No, react. like if, in reality, the people would be like. Get the fuck out of my house, you dumb shit dogs. That's your reality. That is you to a T. These dumb shit dogs are trying to bring me okay. fucking heirlooms. And this little my girl. God damn wallet. <laughs> yeah. This little girl stole my wallet and your now a bunch of dogs. I know. But no, those fuck that couple like cracked me up every time where it's like, they're being harassed, but they're too nice to know they're being harassed. <laughs> you know what? I really want you to get another dog and name it Itchy. Because I think that would be awesome. So we're just going to find... That's better than Bucket? Yeah, I like Itchy better. Ah, Itchy is like fucking awesome. Itchy sounds like you're going to get some sort of life. I love the name Itchy. Let's find him and Molly Papa Name your next child Itchy. Yeah, no. And (laughs) a dog, maybe. Baby, no. Um, we're just going to drop a dog off at your house and you can name it Itchy. God damn it. No, we'll have a pack of dogs. Molly would totally be into it too, which pisses me she off. Tell me she's been looking at husky pictures again. God damn it. We don't, we don't have a big enough house for huskies. Anyways, um, I would say like half based on nostalgia, half based on it being a shitty movie, I'll give it like a B minus. Um, if it was a, if we did a pass fail system, I would have failed the movie. But, since we don't, uh, I'll probably go... Down? <laughs> D plus. Yeah. Oh, boy. I, I, it's, I don't have any nostalgia for this movie whatsoever. I couldn't get into it. The story was weird. <laughs> it's it a as, very weird fucking story. Taking, for a, like a kids movie, I don't think it's yeah. appropriate. Really, they really hey, try to family dad. up. Like they tried their hardest to family up a story about gambling, gambling addicted dogs. dogs, right? Stealing an orphan girl. <laughs> it's 
It's weird. Like, oh my god. Like I watched stuff that wasn't oh. appropriate for me when I was a kid, and my parents let me. Yeah. But it wasn't like trying to fool me. Like I saw RoboCop when I was a kid. Yeah. But it was RoboCop. I wasn't like an animated like yeah. movie where a man becomes part like machine then he's having fun with it and then he's just also murdering people like it wasn't trying to trick me into what it was That's and what it's he like just a wants weird an honest movie about dogs gambling yeah i just yeah, yeah. i want an honest good i want a live action movie about dogs gambling <laughs> and orphans yeah All and orphans. orphans but yeah i so i'll probably give it a d plus i wasn't into this movie whatsoever it's fair enough Okay. Mahalo. Mahalo out of here. Mahalo out of here. Hell. Do you, what would you rank the movie? I know you haven't I seen haven't it. I haven't seen it recently. Based on our conversation. D. You're just saying that Jesus. because I said D. No, you said D plus, right? D minus. I said D plus. I just give it a D, just because there are parts so of it I barely. Less than Troy. Yeah, I don't know. And the more we talk about it, the more I'm like. God, why did our parents let us go down that hole? It's the early '90s, man. And it's sad. I don't know. It's like, all right. I'm sorry. Well, you don't have to apologize. I don't think your rating is like not totally sorry, not biased. But uh, you have it. All right. Also, have a good night. Oh, double birds. Got double it. birds. <laughs> Loving it. All right. <laughs> double mahalo. Double Machine mahalo out of here. There you go. Yeah, <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> what do you think you are, TJ Miller? <laughs> go call a bomb threat. No. I'm not going to. No. Mahalo. Get out of here. Anyway. <laughs> that's that's all dogs go to heaven. All dogs go to heaven. Uh, well, besides uh, rewatching some childhood nostalgia, is there anything else you've been into, JT? Uh, well, uh, I watched. Two newer films that came out in 2017. All right. Uh, I saw Downsizing. Oh, how was that? Um, It was interesting. Okay. It, it definitely drags in some points, but I think it does like a really cool commentary on like how it's basically like the film version of like that episode of South Park where uh, Kyle's dad buys a Prius and then smells his own farts. <laughs> yeah. Where like it kind of points out like, they bring up this thing where it's like, oh, you could be, like, world, you could be, like, economic friendly if you uh, downsize yourself. And then the people that do that are so up their own ass that they almost become detrimental to, like, the smaller world. Really? Like, they'll have, like, see, like, they'll do shit where, like, uh, people that, like, just are, like, downsized but then can't afford it are, like pulling out like piles of food that's spoiled out of people's fridges and then they're like all about like well i'm small i don't have uh, any kind of like footprint on the world uh-huh. so i can do whatever i want so they, they kind of dive into shit like that and it's oh, kind of okay. interesting okay uh where'd you watch that at uh dvd oh, again god the disc and uh <laughs> <laughs> another disc that i got was a uh, ladybird Oh, yeah? Okay. Saw that. And, um, yeah, it's about on par with downsizing, I think. I wasn't into it as much as I oh, thought really? it would be. Yeah. Like, Molly was more into it because it, it does deal more with, like, uh, a high school girl. Okay. But there are some things in there where 
Um, I don't know. I would like to see your take on it as a parent because it's a lot more based on like the parent daughter relationship. Okay. Where like it's kind of along the lines of like a mom trying to do what's best for her daughter and a daughter that feels like she knows better. Where okay. it's like in some ways she's right and in some ways the mom's right and then you're kind of left to decide like who really had the better argument at the end of the movie. Okay. But I think it was it was still pretty good. Like the, I think it still it still drags a little bit like it it's definitely like more of like an indie film where like it has like its moments where it's like I don't think you really need this, but all right, let's let's do it. <laughs> but no, I I think it's still pretty good though. All right. I think it's on Amazon at the point to rent. Yeah. So I might do that soon. I just I think I got an alert for it. It's like, hey, you can watch Lady Bird or whatever. I'm like, oh, all right. Whatever. Yeah, but no, it's good. I I still I still like Florida Project more though. Okay. I'm I think still Florida Project still more up there than Lady Bird. Okay. But Lady Bird's still good. I would still suggest checking it out. All right, right on, man. And uh, I I did take my own advice from last week and I went back and saw The Adventures of Tintin on Netflix. Yeah. Holy shit, that movie is fucking awesome. I have heard from, like, a few different people that they really like that movie. Dude, it is probably one of the most fun action movies I've seen in a long time. Shit, I might have to check that out. Like, like that last 45 minutes is non-stop action scenes, and it's like, I'm so fucking pissed at Steven Spielberg that he just doesn't direct animation. Because it's like, it's, <laughs> it's Spielberg's direction... If he was able to control physics and gravity. Okay. Because all of his action scenes just involve, like, a chain reaction of things that fall into place where, like, by the end of the scene, you're like, that's a fucking... That's like a work of art that you just created. Damn. Like, it's so fucking good. There's a scene at the end that involved two cranes fighting each other. Like, mechanical cranes. Uh Like, two people, like, fucking... Uh, control cranes and fight each other and then it's like but it gets to a point where it's like a fucking crane goes through the crock like the cockpit of another crane which allows the person to get on that crane and slide down into the other crane and then they fight (laughs) each other it's like it's just like a chain reaction of events where they all make sense and there's like three or four scenes like that awesome i wanted to see that in the theater to check it out when it was out and i never got around to it yeah it is so fucking good. All right, sweet. like I was watch, like I was, uh, I watched like the first half where I was like, yeah, this is pretty good, and then like the last half, I was like watching it like a like a little kid, like I was like, oh, oh fuck yeah, it's so cool. <laughs> like they do like a flashback that on a pirate ship for almost no reason. That's like one of the coolest sword fights I've ever seen. Where it's like it like it lays Pirates of the Caribbean to shame. Dang. Like, they have, like, a scene where, like, this dude's cape catches on fire and he uses, like, a shield. Where, like, you, like, fling fire in this dude's face and then, like, come at him with, like, his sword and then, like, do, like, a sword fight and shit. Jeez. Oh, it's so fucking cool. Oh, man. Got the next few days off. Maybe I'll watch Oh, totally watch. The Adventures of Tintin. It's on Netflix for free. I highly suggest checking it out. It is Solid. so fucking fun. Good deal. So fun. And Anything. that's all I've been into. All right. Um... I'm almost through all of Sin City, the books. Okay. And I've gone back and rewatched the first movie. Um, I think the movie didn't 
age as well as what I remember it, okay. but I still like it. Okay. Um, and it's like way spot on to what the source material is. Yeah. Like way spot on. Yeah. Like almost panel for panel. There's like some things they have to like condense and cut for time. Yeah. But like otherwise, like I was like, oh, I'm pretty impressed. So I want to go back and watch A Dame to Kill for. Yeah. Um, when I finish the last book, which is I the... want to say they think they made up a story for A Dame to Kill they for did. to it's the fit into like the Sin City. It's the Joseph Gordon-Levitt story. Okay. That's the. But I really liked that story from what I can remember. Yeah, that one's pretty decent. Yeah. Um. That's the only one I can remember, actually, from it. Yeah. Even though I've read A Dame to Kill for. Yeah. It was kind of like <laughs> cool, because it was week. like a whole thing where it's like he's always lucky until he meets Rourke. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I think that's what it is. Um, also watch The Shape of Water. Okay. Uh, I <laughs> I went to my mom and dad's on Easter, and I saw that he had it on his like t- uh, TV stand. And I'm like, Dad, would uh, Shape of Water be appropriate to watch on Easter? Because I kind of want to watch it. And he's like, uh, I no. think it'd be okay. Yeah. Like, my dad, of course. He's like, yeah, it'd be fine. Not a fine for no, who it's was not. at Easter. No. No way. She's like flicking bean yeah. while cooking eggs. Like, I asked Dinosaur <laughs> Neil when he showed up. I'm like, is that appropriate to watch during Easter? He's like, with this company? No. <laughs> And my dad was like, no, it'll be fine. I'm like, dad. Dude, your dad kicks ass. He's like, dad, I would have a problem with the people in the room right now of what she does while she's waiting for eggs to be done. (laughs) And he's like, oh, yeah. I guess that does happen, doesn't it? Oh, I guess that does happen. Yeah, sure. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Well, I don't think the kids will get it. And I'm like, I don't think the kids but, will get it. But the whole time, I'm like, I don't know what she's talking full frontal about. naked the whole time. Yeah, and to, like obviously flicking her bean in the mm. tub, and Michael Shannon has a full on like a sex scene with his wife. Yeah, that's there's nudity in that, and he violently rips off his finger at one point. It's not a like, movie for Easter. I, I love your dad. He's like, yeah, sure, put it on for the kids. <laughs> the only way it'd be for Easter is that there's plenty of eggs yeah, in it. Pretty sure like she <laughs> fucks that fish man in a room full of water while they're both completely naked. Yeah. And I was <laughs> I <laughs> I I did like the movie. Yeah. And I um the more people I ask about it, they're like, should it have won Best Picture? And they're like, eh, maybe not. But I think I might have liked it better than all of those people I asked. Okay. I like really the aesthetic that Guillermo like sets in yeah. this movie. Like it's the it's like the fifties sixties aesthetic that mm-hmm. I really like. Yeah. Everything's got like a green aqua teal tint to it, oh, which yeah. I really like. Mm-hmm. And like the industrial like military complex thing that's all mm-hmm. like pipes and tubes and rusty yeah. doors and all that stuff. I I really like his aesthetic. Yeah. And I really enjoyed um oh um the neighbor. I can't Richard remember. Jenkins. Yes, Richard Jenkins. Yeah. I liked his character a lot too. Yeah, I love I Richard Jenkins is my favorite part of the whole movie because mm-hmm. I think like the main thing that I think Guillermo del Toro is trying to say in this is like 
how conservative the fifties are and how these people that are willing to think outside the box are almost shunned for yeah. the way that they, they don't have an present outlet their for love. Yeah, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which like Richard Jenkins is gay and he's just trying to find love. And then the minute he, he reaches out to somebody, he's already, he's ostracized and persecuted. Yeah. That scene was really good. Yeah. Because like, I mean, I don't want to give too much away in the movie. Cause I, I think more people should see it. Mm-hmm. Um, but the scene where he is really into this guy at this restaurant or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then he comes out to him like at, as yeah. a gay man. And like, and it turns on such a dime immediately turns yeah. on a dime. And you're he, like, Whoa. yeah, like the guy goes from so charming to being the biggest piece of shit you've ever met. <laughs> yeah. And not because of just that either. Yeah. There's like a, like the second half of that scene, they don't even leave the diner. It's like yeah. more is piled on yeah. top of it. Like, Jesus. Isn't it like, like a black family comes in and he's like, you can't be in here. Like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> like, you're the worst. Why did I, what did I even see in you? No kidding. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I, I, I really enjoyed The Shape of Water. I'm yeah. glad I, I watched it. No, it's good. I, I think it is good. But it's just like there's other movies that came out that year that I liked more than that. Yeah. I, I mean, the re- one reason I do like that it won for Best Picture is that it is, like, a very bizarre premise. Yeah. That I don't think in any other year would have even been in nominated. Oh, yeah. yeah. But it won. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, good. Because, like, I like more weird, especially Guillermo movies. Like, mm-hmm. I, I, I haven't seen all of his stuff, but, like, I really like Pan's Labyrinth. Yeah. I like The Orphanage. I like yeah. the Hellboy movies. Yeah. So I and like... Guillermo del Toro is a really good, does a really good job of like, he sets it enough like in the real world where it's not, like you're not in another world. You still kind of feel like you're right. still part of reality in yeah. a way. And there's just like this one little thing that's mm-hmm. different and out yeah. there. Um, I also liked Octavia Spencer in this a lot too. Mm-hmm. Except like, even though like it because of the time period that it's set in, I get like her train of thought like that this mute woman would want to be with like this creature. Like she could find love with him because like she's ostracized as just being a black woman in society. Yeah. But like at the same time, it is like a woman having sex with a fish. Oh yeah. They're like talking shop when she's like, girl, you fuck that fish man. Dude. Yeah. And they're trying to talk about his dick. Yeah. (laughs) At one point. And they're like, does it, uh, yeah. And she like the, the mute woman like mimes how his dick works. And it's like, Oh God! <laughs> but they're like talking like it's like a normal date, like like it's two women at work being like, "Did you fuck your man last night?" I know I did, but she's more like, "How does his dick work?" Yeah, <laughs> but like I I want to believe that in the real world, Octavia Spencer, if this would ever happen, be like, "Y'all need Jesus." I'm out of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. uh, I really liked her in this, and I liked the. The fan theory that it's in the same universe as Hidden Figures. <laughs> I'm leaving. I'm going to go make a rocket. <laughs> yeah. Y'all need Jesus. I'm making a rocket. See you later. Um, and then the only other thing that I've been into only this last like two days has been the uh, Walmart Yodel Boy. What? Have you not seen this yet? No. It's the the newest thing that's blown up on the internet or oh, whatever. Shit. So there's this boy that yodels at Walmart. Yeah. Right? And like 
he does a good job. He sings like a Hank Williams song or whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> when that became viral, then the internet got a hold of it and made a bunch of EDM versions of it, which oh, made it shit. awesome. So there's a bunch of like memes and EDM versions of this Yodel Boy song. And there's like... <laughs> like Instagram posts of like people just fucking loving that when the beat drops to the yodel EDM <laughs> song, like it's gotten popular enough that the boys on Ellen and mm. like she picks up every that's when you know you made it hot internet thing and just like gets it before it like is beaten to death. Um, but uh, yeah, but it's it's trending on Twitter even tonight because I put out a tweet including that hashtag. In it. <laughs> So, so now we're going to get a bunch of listeners because we talked about Yodel Boy. Maybe one. <laughs> all, it, all it needs is one. If we reach one person, I've, we've done We've it. done our jobs. <laughs> we did a good tweet. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, check out uh, Walmart Yodel Boy. Um, I'll check that out when I get home then. It's, uh, it's the... The offshoots of it are even better than the original. There you go. The original video is like three minutes long, but you only need to listen to the first like 20 seconds. Yeah. Watch the adventures of Tintin and Yodel Boy tonight. Yeah. Just back to back. You will not regret it. <laughs> uh, but what other things won't they regret, JT? Uh, getting in contact with us, especially me, <laughs> at Bucky for everyone on Twitter. Also. That was a loose... <laughs> <laughs> loose segue. Yeah, I was gonna say, like, what the like, fuck do you want me to say God from this? Damn it, sorry. <laughs> anyway, well, like, if you want to regret <laughs> talking to me, start first by contacting me at Bucky for everyone on Twitter, also Bucky for everyone on Instagram, and anyone out Bucky for everyone on Snapchat. Troy, uh, you can get a hold of me at Troy to the Max on Twitter. You can send me all your Yodel Boy memes on there. Uh, you can also send your Yodel Boy memes to our joint. Twitter account at review review pod uh, on Twitter. Uh, you can find all of our new stuff up at facebook.com slash review review pod, as well as all of our stuff uploaded onto review review But if you don't want to go there, I don't care because you can go to a multitude of other platforms to listen to us, such as uh, Google play stitcher, iTunes, um, and a myriad of other things that's probably been re-uploaded onto, such mm-hmm. as Player FM and some other stuff. There you go. Uh, and if you're on the iTunes route, psh, it seems to be the only place where you can rate and review stuff uh, podcast-wise, so do that. Uh, we would appreciate it, because if you like the show, then uh, other people can find the show as well. There you go. And if you want to write into the show, you are more than welcome. People have done it before. At ReviewReviewPod at gmail.com. Don't forget to vote for Terminal Red Movies Volume 2, where we have Joe vs. Volcano versus Wolf of Wall Street. Yes, so hit that up on Twitter. You can also give us your answers on Facebook. It yep. all comes into we'll account. We'll throw it in. We'll throw it in. Uh, so there you have it. All dogs go to heaven. All dogs go to heaven. Troy loved it. <laughs> so, my nostalgia pick. I'm curious. Very this is curious. why I called my mom earlier in the day because okay. I had a hard time nailing down a few things. So I asked her, "What did I watch a lot when I was a kid?" Yeah, and she said only two answers that I would have thought about. Yeah. Um, because I had three. I had the live action Casper movie. Okay. Because I watched that a lot as a kid for whatever reason. I do reason. remember seeing that quite a bit when I was a kid. 
Fievel Goes West. Yes. That was in my that was in my three. And a musical that I'm going to save for another episode. Okay. Because my mom actually said that one first, the musical. Is that the Seven Brides for Seven Yes. Do- for... Seven Brides for Seven Brothers. Yeah. Me and my brothers watched that a lot as a kid. <laughs> like more than anything in the world. Because my mom actually said you didn't watch a lot of stuff that, like, kids were into. You watched a lot of stuff that, like, me and your dad were into a lot. Yeah. Which didn't bother me at all. Like, yeah. my mom was saying this. Yeah. Because it's stuff that I liked. Yeah. But, like, you didn't watch stuff a lot for kids unless they were, like, old cartoons that me and your dad liked. <laughs> so, <laughs> apparently I was just... So, I brought... Your parents raised, raised you well. <laughs> In their eyes, anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So you now you need to know know what you have to do with your daughter, where it's like I just got to expose her to stuff that I like, which is what my parents like. Which is like, well, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So uh, I'm gonna save the musical for another when we do a, like a musical month, okay. which we're still planning on trying to do. Okay, yeah. But I'm going to pick Five Goes West because it's the only other one that my mom said and that I thought too. And it's also on Netflix. Sweet. Yes. Because, yeah, because that was one of the ones that I was kind of thinking about picking also. Because I remember watching the fuck out of Fievel Goes West. Yes. Otherwise, I was going to pick the Casper movie because I don't remember that a lot. Yeah. But I'm going to go Fievel Goes West. I remember West. the Casper movie, but it's it's one of those ones that, that kind of bled in with a bunch of other movies. Uh-huh. That was like when I first really started getting into movies as a kid. Yeah. And Casper was, like, kind of, like, in that jumble of all those. Yeah. But Five Goes West was, like, where I was, like, only watching, like, three movies for, like, five years straight almost. Yeah. Also, I, when I was searching through Netflix, because I wanted to find something that was on there, there was Weird Back is on there as well. And it's I, Weird Back? It's that one with the dinosaurs, but they're nice. Okay. Yeah, I kind of remember that one. I... I liked it as a kid a lot, but I didn't own it. It was at my grandma and grandpa's house, so it was a treat to go there to watch that movie. Mm. But I've really only seen it a few times. But I, so, I've watched Five Goes West, like, way more. Yeah. But also, the last time I saw it was maybe 15 years ago. Oh, God, I know. It's been way too long since the last time I saw it. So I might be not remembering things correctly. Dude, I'm going to tell you right now, it's going to be fun to watch it back. Like, from, based on my like, uh, personal experience with All Dogs Go to Heaven. Like, there's so many, like, weird memories that just rush into your brain from just watching, like, something that you haven't seen in so long. Okay, good. Like, I'm thinking Five Goes West might do that for you. And, and it might do that for me, too, because it's been a while since I've seen that, too. It's weird that we picked that because it's the same animation studio that did All Dogs Go to Heaven did Five Goes West. Yeah. And I inadvertently <laughs> picked it. It's like they knew when to come out to to appeal to our demographic. <laughs> yeah, in this month specifically. <laughs> yeah, because like Land Before Time would also be one that I might also pick. Because I remember yeah, running that from... Yeah, my mom also said that one too. I remember like running that from like Shiverinas all the fucking time. Yeah, I think we owned the first one. But it was one that I never... I personally didn't really like a lot. I think ne- like Dinosaur Neil liked a lot. Yeah. And so he watched it. But, of course, uh, it's a dinosaur. Well, I mean, it makes total sense. <laughs> uh, you know, long neck. Mm. <laughs> That's like the Bambi version of dinosaurs. It really is. God. 
but anyway, that's the show for this week. Check us out next time. Watch American Tale Five of Goes West with us. Yes. And uh, tell us what you thought about it uh, before our next ep. Sounds good. Great. I feel you might you might have picked the better one out of the two. Because I think I watched... I think I was more into American Tale than I was uh, uh, All Dogs Go to Heaven. But I can't remember. Okay. How many times... Okay, so before we leave... There's American Tale, and then there's Fievel Goes West. Which one have you seen more? Fievel Goes West. I don't Me think too. I, I, I didn't own American Tale, but American Tale, Fievel Goes West, I owned, a sh- I owned, and I watched a fuck ton. Okay, because I've seen Fievel Goes West more too. Yeah, it was one of those movies where it's like I didn't know it was a sequel, so oh, I was yeah, like, I never knew yeah. that either. Kind of like Rescuers Down Under. I did not know Rescuers Down Under was a sequel, and I watched the fuck out of that. Yeah. Well. There we go. Maybe I'll pit uh, a bunch of stuff against each other and some facts next week. See All how right. well like the sequels did against what we didn't even know there was a first one of. I know. As a kid. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> All right. Well, that's the show. So next week, uh, check it out. But until uh, next time, will we watch Final Go... Final? Will we finally watch Final Goes West for yes. Nostalgia Week? We are off.